Welcome back, and as always, let's get straight into it. If someone came up to you and asked you, why do you do what you do? What would be your answer? And as always, please pause, answer for yourself before we actually start talking about it. Before I tell you what my answer would be, I want to recognize what the majority of people do. So basically, what would be the average answer, the stereotypical, the mainstream answer? And it's just to help us guide ourselves and also to help us distinguish where we are. Because I truly believe that you're supposed to be more than just average. Each one of us in different ways is more than average. And so pick your arena, right, that you want to battle in. But pick it properly and make sure you're more than the mainstream, more than the stereotype or the single narrative that we tell ourselves. The average person, the mainstream person, when asked, why do you do what you do, normally goes back to a sort or a type of survival answer, right? It's about, I do what I do to survive. I do what I do because I need money, because I need to pay rent, because I need to have a car, because I need to take care of my family. Now, I want to clarify that there is absolutely nothing wrong with that answer, that is a very valid response to that answer because it is sometimes why we do things. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I want to distinguish and I want you guys to recognize is that the majority of people when asked, why do you do what you do, will pick the one main role in their life that they either have been living in for a very long time, so they've been in this role for 20 years plus, or the one they feel like they excel at the most. What does that mean? It could be a job that you've started and you've continued ever since you graduated high school or college. It could be the career that you initiated and that you plan to continue for the next forever. Or it could be the one that you plan to start. It could also be the fact of the matter that the majority of your day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year is spent being a stay-at-home mom. That's how you identify. And so your identity is really always tied into the single narrative that you have of yourself. And is that true? Are we all single narratives? Is a society, a tribe, a culture, a religion, are we single narratives? No, because there's a danger of a single narrative, right? It doesn't let you, it doesn't enable you to explore all the other sides to somebody, to an individual, just like it doesn't let you explore the, all the sides of other religions and cultures and personalities. A single narrative, most if not all the time, just wants to make us comfortable. We adapt it, we adopt it to make us feel comfortable. And it exists everywhere. It exists in, in the way that we socialize at work or with friends. And we're trying to relate to one another because as social human beings, we need that connection. We want to be relatable. And we tend to derive and bring up and connect, right? And bond over single narratives. And thus it becomes a part of our mental awareness and our, our mind. And that's that's the danger of a single story. But Back to the roles, and it connects to the single narrative in a sense that when you identify yourself, when someone comes to ask you that question, you answer with how you identify in your life. What is the one thing that you spend the most time doing or that you're really proud of or something that you're really looking forward to do? And your single narrative can be a positive thing. Most of the time, it's not because it doesn't let you explore outside of the bounds of that narrative. 
But when someone does come ask you, why do you do what you do? Instead of speaking in terms of specific actions or specific groups within your life, like your job or your career or your family, speak in the sense of your intention. And so when someone, if someone comes and asks me, why do you do what you do? My personal answer, which I have to say is not really better than anybody's answer. And I wouldn't say that this should be your answer either. It's, it's personal. My answer to that question is because I need to see what happens. I need to see it unfold. It's like a program that you set and sometimes in order to actually in actually find out how a program works, you need to play it out on a computer or on a system to see if it's actually what you wanted. And so the reason I do what I do, the reason we explore some of these concepts, the reason we try to delve into extremes and come back from extremes or outside of this podcast, what I do at work and at home and in my personal life is because I want to see what happens. And at the beginning, I was really fearful because I was scared of failure and I was scared of risk. But the more that I did it through the podcast, through concepts and just thinking, the more that I was able to incorporate that day-to-day through actions in my professional, my personal life. So what I'm trying to say is stay away from the single narrative as much as you can because it is dangerous. And if someone does come ask you, why do you do what you do? Remember to go back to an intention of sorts, right? What I answered is something that can be applied Throughout my entire life, throughout the different aspects of different groups of family, work, home, friends, it's all to see what would happen. It's all to see an outcome, a theory that I have in my head, and I want to see how it plays out. An easier way to say it is find a common goal between all your endeavors in life. What is the one intention, the one goal that you seek when you take care of your family or when you go get a job? Or if you continue your career path, even though it's not perfect or perhaps you're not in love with it. And that's also going to help you distinguish, are you doing some stuff in your life that the answer to that question doesn't relate to? That your intention is the same, let's say, at your work life, at your family, but not the same when it comes to your friends and your hobbies. What that's going to do is give you insight into which areas of your life, which sections you're engaging in, and what's the common ground between them. Because if there isn't, let's say, for example, for your family, for your hobbies and your friends, your intention, the answer to that question is the same for all these three groups. But when you come to ask yourself or take that intention, the answer to that question, and bring it back to maybe your work life and it's not the same because maybe you hate your job, you're going to realize that you're not operating based on the same principle for each of the sections. So again, it's a very simple question. Why do you do what you do? But you can take so much out of it and you can apply it in different ways and you can learn different things about yourself and then analyze it to actually see if it's helpful or to see if it's actually truthful or not. So that is all the things that I received and that I derived from that question, why do I do what I do? And with my answer being just to see what happens, it across the board, across the board, it fit right in like a puzzle piece that was missing. And it helped me identify that I was strong in my intention 
my original, my hardcore, my OG intention of actually just waking up every day and reinventing myself and facing and, and getting into the arena, whichever arena I choose that day and seeing it through. Because at the end of the day, we always talk about principles. It's a principle of some sorts that I can apply it through different methods, but I can reach it, right? I can reach it through the different techniques and the tools that I use. I hope you guys followed along, but just in summary, because I, I really do think it's a very brief topic. We're not going to go detail into it because you're supposed to take all of this and really just relate it back to yourself. So the more specific I get, the less you're going to get out of it because you're just going to be thinking about my stuff. Ask yourself the question. Make sure that your answer to that question is not based on action, is not based on a single narrative, is not based on only one part of your life. Make sure that it is comprehensive of all the roles that you can potentially occupy, all the roles that you have previously occupied and that you currently occupy. And if it's not, if it does not cover all of those, and then if you further apply it into the specific parts of different components of your current life, your job, your family, your hobbies, your friends, and it does not across the board fit, doesn't mean anything's wrong. It just means that you just need to think about it a little bit more. Identify why one of your intentions is different than the other. And all in the hopes of just really understanding why you do what you do. Not in the hopes of changing or becoming any better than you are, but in the hopes of just being a little bit more self-aware and understanding some of the dangers that we put ourselves in constantly, including being stuck in a single role of your life for too long without understanding or, I guess, being aware that it's hurting you in some way, also staying away from single narratives. Because again, they are probably the most dangerous thing that we occupy our mind on both as individuals, as groups, and as a society.